Fabian, you know, yesterday I was driving behind an ambulance when a cooler fell off the back. Oh, no. Are you okay? I know. I Yeah, I pulled over and grabbed the cooler only to find a foot inside. Oh. So I called the tow truck. Oh, that's the right one to do there. Ah, uh-huh. yeah. Yeah. You're yeah, smart. Yeah. You're very smart. Yeah. Do you know what you call a French? You know what you call a boy that's half French and half Scottish? Half French and half Scottish. Uh, no. What do you call him? You call him a wee lad. Oh, wee, wee, wee. You do, you do. You, the other day I went to a psychic. I knocked on her front door and she yelled, Who is it? And so I left. Yes, yes. I've, I've actually gone to I've actually gone to psychics like that and they oh really and what and they said like what's your name it's like well you're not very I, good so I'm leaving I'm now. taking my five dollars <laughs> back and that's right yeah yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah 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 so I think we should just roll the music what do you think <laughs> what am I doing why am I doing that. <laughs> Oh my, well hello, hello, aloha, guten tag, and mubark fluff. I am barely normal, and with me is Taven the Magnificent. Oh, well. Taven hey, the Magnificent, yeah. yes. Do you have a cape? Usually the Magnificent is like usually a, a magician. They have like a cape and a top hat. It's like <laughs> and a cane big, and puff of smoke. Hey. Yeah, and there you no, are. I, we'll have yeah. to get me one, I guess. I guess, I guess. How the fluff are you? Well, hi there, Barely. Um, I am good. Oh, yes, and hello, every fur out there in the Pottyverse. Pottyverse. Well, when you're done with that... And, Come to the Podverse. And, yeah. and you're, you're done relieving your... Anyway, my name is Taven. I am a pup, bark, bark, and I'm... I don't know, even know what I am, but I am doing okay. Uh, it's been a good, very, very, very busy week. In fact, it's so busy that I didn't even know if I'd have time to prepare... For the show this evening, or wherever you are, you first out there, and um, so I thought if it, if I don't have anything to like, you know, if I don't prepare anything, I should I just like show up and have nothing to say in my mind? Hubby's like, um, Tabin has nothing to say. That never. I don't think we have to worry about that. That's um, never going to happen. So no, you will always have something to I, say. It turns out, but and that made me actually remember. I'm sure you remember the video you made, the pup with nothing to say. <laughs> Yes. That reminded me of that, and I have to actually go back and watch that now because it's great. So, um, <laughs> any fur, let's go to my YouTube channel um, and look for pup, the pup that had nothing to say, or just YouTube, but I guess, mm-hmm. and see this yes. amazingly wonderful video that um, Barely Here did. It, it's <laughs> it's actually pretty hilarious. And I remember when you made it, I didn't even know you were going to do it, and you said, I have a surprise for you. And, and there it was, yes. and it, it was awesome. And there it was. So awesome. Anyway. Yeah. That's anyway. how I am doing, and how well, are good. you, Mister Barely? Well, I'm pretty good. Things uh, have really not stabled out much um, when it comes to the parents. They're still making their every two week trip to the hospital. It seems like. Oh no! Yeah, mom went in again today. Oh so no! It was just like, oh, one more trip to the hospital. Hooray! 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 But you know, two weeks ago was Salem Capital Pride, is, Pride in the Park. Was. It was, yes. Uh, that was the largest event that Salem has had for Pride in decades. Wow, very nice, very nice. Yeah. And yeah. you had a and, big uh, role in it too, didn't you, Mr. Barry? Well, I was the I was the MC. I was the main MC for the interstate entertainment st- the entertainment page. No, the entertainment <laughs> stage. <laughs> yeah, and uh but unfortunately, I got no press coverage. Oh, because I wasn't dressed in drag. 
they they put pictures in the paper of all the drag artists uh, and my co-host as the MC for the event uh, on the on in the newspaper. No, <laughs> and I yeah. noticed they didn't yeah. put your name on this uh, website even. They didn't even put my name on the website. Wow, I'm gonna have to give you them a should. hard time at, about that. At least that. when I looked at it, um, but that that was before the. But yeah, they they missed like the most important part of the of the whole show. <laughs> well, I'm gonna have to have a chat with them and say, hey, you know, if you're not gonna pay me, at least give me some credit. It would be, yeah. I mean, exactly. <laughs> so, you, you did a great job, and you had all these wonderful, fabulous costumes and pretty, pretty shirts and stuff. I did, yeah. I did, and really bad jokes. <laughs> what uh, was the one which, when you brought me on stage? You told one, and I think you've told it on the show before, but I was trying to remember it. What was that joke again? I forgot. I have no idea it, it unless it was about nine thing. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I said that there was furries out there, and that all all dogs are a bunch of gay nines. Yeah, <laughs> I was trying to remember. Yes, <laughs> gay nines. Yep, yeah, 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 yeah. And, yep, and yep, that's so. when I told everyone that they we wouldn't blame them if they left, but they stayed around anyway. So that was great. They stayed around <laughs> anyway. Yeah, and you were were there with several other furs. I saw pictures of uh, you and some other furs. Yeah, some some other uh, Salem furs um, recognized me, mm-hmm. and so we got a, a picture, and they posted that picture on. Twitter and Instagram too. So um, that was fun yeah. to see some other yeah. furs. And there was actually, I was when I first got there, there was someone that he comes up to me and says, "Do ha, were you like in a dance comp at Forlandia or something?" So someone actually recognized me. So <laughs> uh, I'm guessing they're a bit of a nice. furry. So. <laughs> I'm guessing they are so indeed cool a bit to of see, a furry. Um, other other people and furs that I had known before. And yes. I have a question for yes. you about that. It's interesting. You mentioned that. Okay. How what, was it for you? What was your favorite and least favorite moment or moments? Oh, well, I mean, my most favorite moments was getting up on stage and, and pumping up the crowd and getting them all excited about the performers. Stuff. Yeah, yeah. My, my least favorite was probably the setup and tear down because that was a lot of work. <laughs> yeah. How long so, did it take you to <clears throat> set up and tear down? Well, it took about an hour. Well, no, actually, setup took probably about three hours. You got up, you got there way early. <laughs> yeah, we were there at seven to set up, and uh, Rain, of course, was the sound engineer and DJ hmm. for several mm-hmm. breaks in there, and so I helped him set up the section uh, next to the stage for his little area. And uh, that was that was, it. and then I helped him tear it down. And then by the time I was done. I was tired bear. You just go straight home. Tired bear. I went straight home. I took a shower and I was going to go to the after party. But after I took my shower, I got out of the shower and I was like, nope, nope, just go to bed. Lay down right now. Go to bed. (laughs) Yeah. I should have just gone straight to the after party because then it would have been better. But I just, just, I just needed a shower. (laughs) You did. Well, you were there all day working and stuff. So yeah, you needed. Oh yeah, definitely. Definitely. Well, um, yes, I have, unless you have more introductory things to say, I, don't. I have one, two, three. I think it was last week. I had like a whole bunch of things to talk about in the intro. Yes. And I again uh-huh. have, that was my first thing I wanted to talk about in the intro was your okay. experience of Salem pride. For whatever reason, I had this thought today, you know, the whole September versus September thing. I don't, but okay. Uh, so, you know, in, in the community, in the in the furry community, there's this big, huge thing yes. about like September. Is it September? A.E. like 
or is it September, which is the snow leopard? And so there's like ah. um, memes of like a, a doggy and a kitty like yelling at each other, September, no September. And that reminded me today of the Bugs Bunny thing, duck season, no rabbit season. <laughs> yes. Anyway, wabbit season, duck, duck season, season, wabbit season. So I had that thought today for whatever reason. I thought so. I thought uh-huh. I'd say it on the show. So there it is. So there that's another well. point down. We just did it. Yay. And so I have an arithmetic question for you. A eurythmic question. Uh, a eurythmics question. Sweet dreams okay. are made, made of you. No, an arithmetic uh, question. Our, our mead. Sweet dreams are our mead, mead, in fact. Yes, <laughs> our mead. So if I have 30 eggs, 30, yes. I broke five, cook 15, and fry seven of them, how many eggs do I have? You still have 30. You know this. Yeah, very good. <laughs> You're so smart. That was the answer. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. So that got, okay, I have two more points. One is, uh-huh. so I have this, I don't remember if I've mentioned before, but I have this, um, you had one job calendar. And so each day, okay. it's, it's uh, you had one job and it's like mishaps and everything. Like, oh, that's crazy. So the one the other day, well, see, you'll probably get this because you're smart as you just, we just noted. But mm-hmm. I, I needed my hubby to help me out th- with this. So we'll see if you can get it. So it's a picture of like a birthday cake. Okay. And there's an inscription on it. And that yes. inscription says, happy birthday on it. Thank you. Happy birthday on it. Thank you. Oh, yes. Okay. Yeah. See, you got it. I needed my hubby to, to explain. So all you furs, yeah. <laughs> take a second to, to see if you figure it out. Barely got it because he's smart. And so mm-hmm. push pause on the record on your the podcast uh, see if you can figure it out. And then I'm going to explain it now for any for that didn't get it. Okay. So go, go for, for it. it. Okay. So All now right. they, um, right. so, okay. I, I, I definitely didn't get this on my own. I mean, my hubby too, but so like, you know, the person called into the cake shop or went in or whatever mm-hmm. and said, I'd like a cake, please. And the, the caterer person says, okay, would you like an inscription? And the person says, yes, please write happy birthday on it. Thank you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was a slow burn, but I, I, it was really funny. It was a slow I burn. To, yeah, um, it was. Say that. Mm-hmm. No, it's okay. really good. And so the last thing I have, well, the last thing I have to say in this entire episode, but <laughs> so at least for now, Fairly, could you please tell us about your guitar experience history? How did you start? What got you into it? What style did you start with? How did you, all of that good stuff. Well, I started playing guitar in high school. Oh, wow. Because I wanted to learn. <laughs> that and is a good reason to start. It's a good reason to start. It's like, hey, I'd like to learn to play guitar. And our choir teacher also played guitar, oh. and she taught me how to play guitar. Nice. And, you know, started with simple folk-type songs, mm-hmm. and it's an acoustic guitar, so... That's what I like to play. And I started with a uh, nylon string and then I went to steel string guitar. Mm, nice, nice. And I've I've got uh I've had three steel string guitars over the years. Nice. And I've never had more than one in my possession at any time. Oh, so, so I only still only have one guitar. Okay. Yes. So uh, so like you get a new one and you sell your old one or give it away or something? Or trade it in. Oh yeah. Yeah, that makes so, that makes sense. Over the years, you can trade in many, many music stores will allow you to trade in an instrument for a new instrument, kind of like a car. Kind of like you know, a car. Trade, trade in. some money. Yeah. Cool. Very so, cool. 
Yeah. Um, and yeah. how long so. did you play for it, like, consistently? I mean, I know you still play a little bit, but, like, how long consistently did you play for? Oh, probably through through college, oh, at least. Oh, quite a while. Um, wow. Yeah. Know. Oh, yeah. No, I and I composed several songs over the cool. years. And, um, you know, there you go. At a That's con, what I did. At a con, you should, like, play a song for every fur well uh we'll think about that <laughs> i, um, wondered if you'd say I would have to i would have to practice practice yeah. practice because i am out of practice because i don't have no calluses on my fingers oh, and yeah any guitarist will tell you that it takes years to build up the calluses on your fingers and a steel guitar hurts <laughs> when you play especially if you don't have calluses especially um acoustic guitar um hurts more than an electric I, I yes. found out and so which is which is counterintuitive because like even nylon strings they hurt mm-hmm. more than um like the well the you know steel whatever strings on an electric guitar that was always counterintuitive but it's true I experienced it myself mm-hmm. so that's uh, anyway yep. must have to yep. do with physics it's, it has to do with physics and plus the fact that I have very oily fingers oh. and so when I'm playing a lot uh, the oil gets on the strings and they're steel, of course. And so it, it it's corrosive. Your your body oils are very, very corrosive. Oh. And when I was playing all the time, uh, I would have to change out my strings at least once a month. Oh, that, wow. Yeah, because they would start to it's rust all your and, get, <laughs> and get weak. And there's nothing worse than playing a song and having a string break because... They're under a lot of pressure. Right, yeah. And they usually, they snap and they the end goes out. And I have caught more than one pointy end of a broken string in my fingertip. <clears throat> and I have to tell you, that hurts I, a I, lot. I'm guessing it does. <laughs> um, that's just a mm-hmm. good good thought. And an acoustic, so it, it puts more, am I correct in saying it puts more strain on the strings because they're raised up. I think, I mean, I'm not a guitar expert or anything, but um, they're raised up higher off the bridge than an electric. Yes. Yeah. So you have yes. to like so push an electric harder uses, something. You have to push harder. Yeah. Uh, a guitar has a neck and on the neck are metal rods mm-hmm. equally spaced. And those are called frets. So don't, don't fret, fret about, about it. it. No, no. Um, <laughs> you did that at the same you, time. <laughs> and you press the string behind the fret in order to give you the note that you want. So based on where you press the string, that's where the note comes from. So the the you press the string against the metal. You don't want to touch the metal. You go right behind it. So that's oh. what gives you the clear sound. So you don't want to put like and you don't want to press down in the middle of the fret. You put it right right behind the fret. right right uh, behind the fret. Yeah, and and it's so the fret um, like more towards the body, like on the other side, but towards the body. I don't know if I'm is that correct. Well, it, yeah, the high, the closer you go up towards the body of the guitar, the higher pitched will be the note. Mm-hmm. And so each, I think it's every four frets is another octave. Mm. So you can, you can play higher notes higher octaves. using the same chords mm-hmm. and higher octaves by playing further up and by what they call capoing, uh, capoing. one of the frets behind it. C-E-U, wow. Yes. I am mm-hmm. so enlightened. Uh, yeah. I can't wait to find out what other things I am going to learn. Can you all you furs out there? Well, if you just said yes, I can't tell because, well, obvious reasons. But we'll just pretend you said yes. How's that? <laughs> there we go. There we go. So do, before we get to the past today, do you have anything that you would like to say? Yes. 
five things. And what would that be? I would like five things. Five, five. I would like to do this thing I do every now and then called five quick puns. Do we have music for that? Okay. Is there music going? There's no, there's oh, no okay. music well, for five quick puns. Um, yeah. Five quick puns. There's the. <laughs> so, um, all you first, you might have heard me do this before every now and then I did this stupid thing where I do five quick puns. And so I'm going to do that again right now. Are you ready? I'm ready if they are. We'll assume they said yes. <laughs> okay. So, <laughs> an armed man ran into a real estate agency and shouted, Nobody move! If you are addicted to seaweed, you really should see kelp. I got run over by a rental car. It hurts a lot. Tequila may not fix your life, but it's worth a shot. I told my friend that I saw a deer on his way to work this morning. He asked, How did you know it was on his way to work? <laughs> there are my five quick puns. <laughs> there are your five quick puns. Well, that takes us up to the past today. First of oh. all, did you watch that little Nas X video that I talked about yes, last week? Yes, I did. And and I liked it actually. It's um okay. <laughs> so uh, for for um, you can go back and listen to um, us talk about this a video um, last week. But so I didn't. I had never even heard of little Nas Nas X. I guess. His name is, and um, mm-hmm. but I did watch it. The video was Industry Baby, and it and just like you said, uh, barely last week, it, it's a little, little confusing, and and it turns out it's a lot more confusing even if you watch it without sound, like I tried. You watched me trying to last week because the sound mm-hmm. was, but I did watch the, watch it with sound, and I, I did. I really liked it. I like the sound. the The video was actually fun. So he has at one minute and 59 seconds into the video, um, he has rain, uh, rainbows on the back of the shoes. And so okay. that combined with the video made me wonder, is little Nas gay? And of course, I'd never heard of him. So everyone knows by now, of course, probably the truth. Um, but so I looked into it. So I have some things to report on on my findings about little NASA's sexuality. Well, let's hear about it for those that don't know. Yeah. Go right ahead. So, and, and so, um, yeah, so all you first check out Lil L-I-L Nas, N-A-S-X. He, he's, a, he's a pretty good rapper, actually. It turns out, yes, indeed, he is gay, though he originally planned to, quote unquote, die with his secret. He, he said in an article from The Guardian in 2020, let, and so let me read just a little paragraph from this article. And this article is called, I 100% want to represent the LGBT community, which I thought was okay. so cool right there. Um, mm-hmm. And so just a little snippet from that. When Lil Nas X was growing up in the small conservative community of Lithia Springs outside of Atlanta, Georgia, he was sure of two things. One, he wanted to be an entertainer. Two, he would never come out of the closet. Only one of those predictions proved to be true. <laughs> um, and so, obviously, he he has now the, come out of the closet. He ended up publicly coming out after his hit Old Town Road, uh, which he wrote when he was 19. And this, this video, the song, features Billy Ray Cyrus, actually. And this video has over 1 billion views. <laughs> One billion One views. One billion. You heard it here first. Well, maybe not because one billion dollars. <laughs> if he, in case all you uh, barely put his little pinky up to his mouthy and when he said that, and so yes. it was a shout out to very Austin, Austin Powers. Powers yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, so I explained what you first can't see. Um, 
but and it is a pretty catchy tune but um this this like uh this was the thing pretty much that sent him into superstardom but anyway after this he he came out of the closet he is doing a very good job and um and actually he said he explains in this article that actually his songs aren't like none of his songs are about his sexuality or coming out or anything like that. They're kind of just, it's not that he's trying to hide it these days, but it's, um, Mm -hmm. you know, he just wants to talk about these other things. He also says things about, Mm -hmm. um, you know, I I said the, the title of the article was that he wants to represent the LGBTQ community. He wants everyone to come out, you know, by themselves in their own way. He doesn't kind of want to do it for them. He wants it to be their Mm -hmm. journey. And so I, I think I don't know if he says it in the article, but I think that's why he doesn't necessarily talk about his sexuality in, in his songs or something. That's just my take on why he wants to do that. Anyway, so I thought it was really, really cool that this this very successful um, rap star um, mm-hmm. wants to do that. And also in the video, it's very, very notable. I thought very cool that, so, you know, it takes place in the prison and there's mm-hmm. a scene you probably remember where they're in the prison yard and there's like 20 of them dancing. So they must have like, rented out the prison yard or something to do the the video do you think i don't know it's possible i mean they do a lot of videos in prisons and what else are they going to do in prison (laughs) what else are they going to do yeah i mean you know they they actually they shot a movie at the oregon state penitentiary several uh about uh, two decades ago you know what movie that was i didn't know that yes it had billy bob thornton and um Oh, what was it called? I forget what it was called, but, uh, yeah, they, they, and, um, oh God, I can't think of the other guy's name, the other actor's name, Billy Bob Thornton. Bugs Bunny. And Bugs Bunny. Yes, that's <laughs> Billy who it was. Bob Thornton, Bugs was Bunny. Just, yes, yes. <laughs> they filmed it in prison. It was two guys and it was about them escaping from prison. And so it was all shot in the prison and in the Salem area. When did, you said they so, shot this recently? Uh, no, a couple of decades ago. I want to say oh, it was, was nine, 93, 94. Was it Prison Break? No, that was a show. Yeah. Oh, the, it was a series. Yeah. No, no, this was an actual yeah, just yeah. movie movie. This was I an see. actual movie. Yeah. I'll look it up. I'll talk about it next week and we can. We have a we pass can, uh, today for next week. We have a pass for today for next week. Yes. The Billy Bob Thornton movie. With Bugs Bunny and, and Duck Season. It's Wabbit Season. Duck Season. Wabbit Season. Duck Season. Wabbit Season. Duck season. Anything else for the past today that you I might have? I have two things. Dose things. Dose okay. Kellyantes. I think that just means two Dose, hots. Two hot. <laughs> Apparently, too hot. I don't know. Je ne parle pas l'espagnol. So last okay. week, I mentioned something. So I was talking about Big Bang Theory and how I was still watching it. When I was talking about it, I mentioned that in the episode I had watched that day, that I wanted mm-hmm. to mention something about that episode, but I had forgot what it was. Well, I remember. Yes. <laughs> Well, good. What is it? What is it that you wanted to remember to tell us? Um, I remember that. So, in that episode, Sheldon was in the comic book store, and he, um, Stuart, you know the 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 guy, mm-hmm. in the, the he, comic book um, owner, goes yes. up to Sheldon and says, "I say, here's the episode or the next um, episode, I guess they call it, of um, issue. issue. That's that's definitely the word. I'm not good with yes. words. The next <laughs> issue of the Flash." 
that he'd saved for Sheldon and gave it to him. And, and Stuart says to Sheldon, it's mind blowing. And Sheldon says, spoiler alert, you can't tell me it's mind blowing because now I'm going into it in that mindset. The mind cannot be reblown. And so he's all mad about it. So anyway, that's the thing I meant to say about that. <laughs> okay. The mind cannot re-blown. be reblown. Oh, all right. Sheldon. And the other mm-hmm. thing for past today I have is, well, this is a sort of past today because it reminds me of episode 21 of this season. We talked about the, or I talked about the prisoner's riddle. Mm-hmm. So shout out to the past. So any further that wants to hear me talk about the prisoner's riddle and how it works and everything, go back to season three, episode 21. I think in the math section mm-hmm. probably. But um, yes, this just kind of came in my email the other day. It really doesn't have anything to do with anything other than it reminded me of this. But so a professor gave a balloon to every student who had to inflate it, write their name on it and throw it into the hallway. The professor then mixed up all the balloons. The students were then given five minutes to find their own balloon. Despite their hectic search, no one found the balloon. So then the professor told the students to take the balloon that they found, whatever it may not have been theirs, but mm-hmm. whatever balloon mm-hmm. they found, hand it to the person whose name was written on it. And then within five mm-hmm. minutes, everyone had their own balloon. And so if you remember how the mm-hmm. prisoner's riddle works, that's how it works. So this was mm-hmm. a nice you know, way to do it. Uh, and so, but the, the moral actually to this is the professor said to his students, these balloons are like happiness. We will never find it if everyone is looking for their own. But if we care about other people's happiness, we will find ours too. Oh, that's so sweet. And that concludes my sweet, sweet duck season of a past today. Wabbit season. <laughs> Pup season. Pup season. Well, it's been a while since I've given any stats oh, yeah. about our podcast. How's it and going? And so I to get the, the most listened to cities, the top five are... The number one city we're listening to is Los Angeles, California. Shout out LA. LA, and then Seattle, Washington, then Portland, Oregon, then San Jose, and then oh, Salem, Oregon. Like all so, West Coast. West Coast. All West Coast. Unite. I mean, representing. Yeah. Representing. And then the most listened to countries, oh. the top five. Of course, the US is the number one. Roll, roll for the number based. two, then. Number two is Canada. Oh, interesting. Number three. Number three is the United Kingdom. Hmm, that's really interesting. Number f- number four is Germany. Huh. And you'll never, this just blew me away. The number five listened to country that we are listened to in is Finland. <laughs> Finland? Finland, because yes. U.S., Canada, U.K., Germany, Finland. <laughs> Finland Shout out yeah. to all you furs in Finland, Finland. that listen yes. to that so yes. amazing. And I would mm-hmm. never have thunk it, just like barely said yeah, I was like, "Wow, Finland!" That's okay, awesome. yeah. apparently we're popular in Finland. Yay. Um, well, I mean, they're they're just all really happy when they finish the episode. Yeah. Oh, oh. oh my cow! Oh my cow! Well, we're going to have a little section on your hometown today. Oh, oh we haven't had that for a while. That's exciting. I, I we oh, wait. haven't had that for a while. Oh, yes. So there is a town. In Iceland's Westman Islands. Well, that's hard to say. Say that five times fast. Iceland's Westman Islands? Yeah. Weisland's yeah. Espen. Wow, there you go. <laughs> Second time. Couldn't get it. Challenge right. for fur. Okay, so this week's challenge for furs is, say that again. I don't even remember what we're supposed to say. Iceland's Westman Islands. Do that five times fast, 
um, and send in a voice clip via Telegram or the website or something. There you and, go. Um, if you do it, you we go. will play it on the show in the next week. Yes. So one of the one of the notable things about the uh, Iceland's Westman Islands is that it is a breeding ground for puffins. Oh, puffins. And you know what puffins yeah, are? Yeah, they're the, the cute little, little things that are puff. puffin, got some stuffing for your puffin muffin. Just give me the beat now, you puffin freak. Baby puffins are called pufflings. Oh, that is so adorable. It's I adorable, right? They're this. pufflings. <laughs> right. And they have what they call puffling season there because (laughs) puffling season. Yes. Because it's crucial to save their lives because the chicks of Atlantic puffins or pufflings, as they're known, hatch in burrows on the high sea cliffs. Mm. Now, when they're ready to fledge, which means they're ready to get out into the world and make their way in the world. Yes. Fledgling pufflings. Yes. (laughs) They fly from their colony and spend several years at sea until they return to land to breed, oh. according to the Audubon Puffic Pro- Project Puffin. Project Puffin. Now, That's so, cute. That's so cute. Here's the thing: pufflings are historically found by the ocean, and they follow the light of the moon to go out to sea when they fledge. Okay. <laughs> they follow However, the light of the moon to go out to sea yes. to fledge. That's a very poetic statement. Yes. Now, here's the thing. With cities in the area now, the pufflings get confused. They think the city lights are the moon. Oh, no. So they fly into the city, and then they're not not very happy about it. They're not very happy about it. Right. So they're trying to get away from predators. There's cars. There's animals. There's people. So puffling season is when everybody comes to these towns from all over the world and helps catch the pufflings and then... The next morning, they take them out to the cliffs and throw them off the cliffs. <laughs> <laughs> Little tossing, puffling tossing, <laughs> right? <laughs> hey, Martha, let's go down and do some puffling tossing. <laughs> that's right. Oh, that's, <laughs> so, that's adorable. And when you first say like, yeah, all these people went around and tossed puffins uh, off the cliff, you first think like, oh, no, that's horrible. Oh, but but then you mm-hmm. tell the story and it's like, oh. <laughs> yeah, and it helps. I mean, they all know how to fly. Yeah. So when you toss them off, they fly out to sea. So it's uh, it's a cute little thing that, that happens is, every year. It's adorable. I had no idea. Yeah. So if you ever want to go to uh, Iceland and catch puffins and throw them off the cliff, <laughs> go for it. I mean, just, that's like, so cute, right? That if you ever want to <laughs> go to Iceland, catch puffins and throw them off a cliff, <laughs> go, go to yep. Iceland. <laughs> go, go for it. Go for it. And that's a, that's a hometown thing that happens in uh, the Westman Islands. Wow. There you go. C-E-U. Wow. Very cute. C-E-U right there. So I have a, we haven't had a mailbag for a while. I have one mailbag. Wow. Okay. Um, this is a joke from Ziggy, our very own Ziggy. Uh, shout Our out very to own Ziggy. Ziggy. Hug you tight with pauses. The mean weasel. Sent me a joke to read on the show. So I'm going to read that joke right now. Are you ready? We're ready. It goes, how to fall down the stairs. Step one, step two, step three, step six, step 12, step 24. <laughs> It actually took me a long time to get that. Actually, just ask Ziggy mm-hmm. how long did it take Taven to get that joke? But mm-hmm. there's, there's you're there's like, that. okay, so what's the first step? <laughs> yeah, I know. He it's just like, says step one. He okay, didn't get you, you, what, you, okay. You told me there's a bunch of steps, but like, what? What's the first one? <laughs> no, mm-hmm. it's, that, yeah. that's funny. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. now 
I bet you're going to read in the show notes that... Yes, you have a science fact. I do. <laughs> and what was this fact toyed be? This fact toyed mm-hmm. would be duck season. No, wabbit season. Wabbit no. season. Pup season. Shoot him uh, now or wait till he gets home. <laughs> wait till he gets home. <laughs> so um, I want to talk about um, sonication and native bees. Okay. Do they have little, <laughs> um, do they have, uh, nope, I'm not going to say it. Nope. Okay. okay. <laughs> there's, there's a specific type of shrub or small trees, a specific genus of plants comprising the manzanitas and bearberries. Apparently there's a plant called a bearberry. I didn't even know that, but mm. there you go. I wonder if bears eat it. That's why it's called a bearberry. It might. I don't eat uh, something for past today for next time. What are bearberries? Mm-hmm. I did not research that. So and and so this particular genus of plants that comprises manzanitas are called artostophilos. Artostophilos. Art. You're better saying that. Say that word. Artostophilos. Not to be confused with artist buffaloes, which are an entirely different group. They're, they're an entirely different yes. thing. Definitely <laughs> an entirely. So those rely on native bees for pollination. Okay. European honeybees, be, not beans, but honeybees are not adapted to pollinate them. So okay. this is a particular plant that honeybees are do not pollinate. Manzanitas are a class of flowering plants that rely on something called sonication for pollination. Okay. The best way to remember this is by the term, the other term for it, buzz pollinated. The shape and structure of the flower is specific to our native bees. They do not enter the flower. Rather, they use their bodies to vibrate the flower violently. So I thought this was really, really cute. Mm -hmm. They use their bodies to vibrate the flower violently using their non-flight muscles. This does two things. It releases the fine pollen, which drifts past the pistil and pollinates the plant at the same time that it showers the bee who's exposed through the tiny openings in the flower. Great force is generated by the bee. Guess how much force is generated by the bee? Um, 20 feet pounds per decimeter. Maybe, but in terms of... <laughs> In terms of G's. In terms of oh, G's. G's. Oh, G's. Oh, you, you know, like like one G is like um, one gravitation. And then like yes. if you go on a roller coaster, that's up to like three G's or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The force generated by the B in doing this is up to 30 G's. Wow. Which is like, uh, when I heard that, I was like, oh, G's. Wow, that's a lot. Yeah. And, um, and it allows the pollen to flow down the stigma and exit the flower. Being a habitat for our endangered native bees is just another reason we love these important shrubs. Shrub did you dub know dub. any of that? I did not, but the CEUs are just racking up today. Oh, I'm so happy that the CEUs are. I was hoping I would do that, and like I was like, I hope he doesn't already know this because like I want more CEUs. So I'm really mm-hmm. happy I succeeded in the CEUs earned. Yes, and you helped the plants to seed as well, so you succeeded seeding. I succeeded seeding. Yes. <laughs> well, that's an interesting science fact, I have to say. I didn't expect that when you said you had a science fact, so. But there but there it is. So let's get to our section on that's just stupid. Are you stupid or something? Stupid is, stupid does, sir. So daredevils walk a slack line 
over an active volcano to gain a Guinness World Book record. So Rafael Bridi of Brazil and Alexander Schultz earned the Guinness World Book record for the longest slackline walk over an active volcano when they walked 865 or 56 feet across a line suspended 137 feet over the crater of Mount Yasser. Yasser? Yasser? It's a stratovolcano on the Tana Island in Vanuta, wherever Vanuta is. I don't know. So... Slacklining is similar to tightrope walking, except that it uses a cable or a polyester belt instead of a taut cord or rope. A red squirrel shuts down a Scottish bakery for two days. <laughs> oh, that is adorable. It's adorable, Between right? Between that and the pufflings, everything's uh, yes. adorable. So a bakery in Scotland has been closed for two days due to the presence of an unusual burglar, a protected red squirrel. The Greg's Bakery in Pitlochry, Pitlochry, was closed after a red squirrel was found living in the roof. The squirrel was photographed through a window wandering around the closed business. As the squirrel was very high up in the rafters, we advised the member of the public to leave an exit for the squirrel in hope that the animal would come down of their own accord, said the BBC. <laughs> That's adorable. <laughs> Unfortunately, that hasn't been the case, and a member of the animal rescue team is in the process of uh, was in the process of trying to gain access to the shop to assess the situation. <laughs> there, the situation. That's right. There's just a squirrel situation. So they uh, worked to safely extract the squirrel, and it's a protected species in Scotland. So they couldn't destroy it. They had to catch it and release it, and the store will be thoroughly cleaned to make sure that there are no squirrel droppings or flea things around there uh, before reopening once this animal is safely outside. Okay, so now going to England, a teenage fugitive in England was caught while hiding inside his giant teddy bear. Oh. Now, <laughs> so have you seen those huge teddy bears you can get at, at Costco? They're, I mean, they're, they're like five feet tall and they're big and poofy and everything like that. So the police in Manchester, England, arrived at the home of the Rochdale neighborhood in search of an 18-year-old fugitive car thief. And they came across a strange sight. In the corner, a giant teddy bear seemed to be breathing. And inside the teddy bear, the police found their suspect. He tried to hide inside there, uh, but they he shouldn't have been breathing, I guess. Who knows? And that is our news of the stupid. Stupid is, stupid does, sir. Well, but you know that this all this stupid was actually a cute stupid. So it, you know it's got kind of all kinds of dynamics involved, right. I guess. So let's get to media. Unless you have something else that you want to say, I want to say that I want you to do that thing where you talk to the furs about something while I refill my little puppy dish. And uh -oh. let's see what was the I gave you a topic last time, which I <laughs> I remember what the topic was. Which I haven't, I'm excited to hear what that was. I haven't heard it yet, but let's see. This week's topic, this week's topic will be what to do when you discover a Pokemon sitting on your puffin. Go. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> what to do when you discover a Pokemon, Pokemon or Pokemon sitting on your puffin. Well, I suppose you have to catch it. Isn't that what Pokemons are for? You have to catch the, catch them all. Catch them all. And if it's on the puffin, if it's a puffling, you want to throw it. So you want to throw your you want to throw your Pokemon ball 
to get the puffin away from the Pokemon so that the puffin then can then be caught and thrown off the cliff. Because if you don't throw the puffin off the cliff, then he'll become a Pokemon. He'll become a Pokepuffin. 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 And that's what will happen. So what you really need, people, you know, all these furs out there probably hate this. And for some reason now, Tabin has done this for the last three weeks. And I'm not sure why he does this, but he does it. So I guess we'll just do this. I should make him talk about me while I'm gone, but I don't do that. So I would say that Pokemon should be pokey caught and take it away from the puffin. And that is what I think. And now a brief musical interlude. And that's all I have to say about that. Okay. I am excited to find <laughs> out what I, to do. I don't know what you do this every time. And I'm like, I'm, you catch me off guard. <laughs> so, <laughs> I'm really, I'm, well, I'm even more excited now to find out. Yes. All right. So let's get to media. media. So I watched football. On Sunday. Oh my cow, that is very butch of you. Very butch, very sports bear. Yay. So, and I also watched uh, the latest episode of. <laughs> I'm laughing because I misspelled it in the show notes and it says the latest episode of Hose of the Dragon when it's actually House, <laughs> House of the of Dragon. The, dra- yeah, the Hose of the Dragon is an entirely different show. It's an entirely it's different thing. It's a entirely uh, different show. You won't show. find it yes. in the same section of your movie aisle. No, you will not. You have to go behind the curtain to get the Hose of the Dragon. Uh, so this uh, this is episode six and they've recast some of the characters <laughs> because did. they did. Already? Yeah, because the between episode five and episode six, the time frame that takes place, they jump ahead ten years. Oh, so yeah, so they want, so they had to recast some of the main characters because it's easier to recast them than to make them age. You know, with it, it is especially makeup, so. if they've had a really bad accident. Um, it's easier to recast the. I don't yes. Know. <laughs> yes. Anyway, uh, so now the series starts to focus on the children oh. of the various folks and how they assume their roles within the realm, much like the original Game of Thrones. And 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 we get to see the new main villain for this. Dun, series. Dun, dun. Oh, and he's evil. Oh, very evil. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. In fact, he's even. He's even more evil than some of the other ones in the like original Joffrey? Game of Thrones. Is he more evil than Joffrey? Oh, much more evil than Joffrey. Oh, yes. that's scary. Oh, my yeah. God. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we finally get to see some dragons this episode. Yay! Uh, in the past dragons. the past five episodes, you saw one or two, but this one has lots of dragons in it. Dragons! And, yep. And 
we also see the death of three key characters in uh, this episode. I, very, um, yeah. Ap- is the word so, apropos of yes. this? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. In fact, one of the main characters that, that uh, meets their end was just introduced in this episode. So, well, <laughs> there we go. Like, well, like, okay, you're in. No, you're out. You're out. Sorry. Yep, you're in. You're out. There we go. Bing, bang, boom. Are so, there any giant teddy bears? There are no giant teddy bears, oh. but giant dragons. I'll okay. tell you that. Well, yeah. that so, I mean, if mm-hmm. they're nice dragons, we can pretend they're giant teddy bears, I guess. Sure, 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 sure. Um, I also watched the first three episodes of the new season of the British Baking Show. Excuse me, the British Baking Show. The British Baking Hiccup? Yep. The British, British, British. I also watched the very first episode of the newest Star Wars series on Disney <gasps> called Andor. They have another wow, there is they have so another many. one. So many series for Star Wars. And the new season of the Goldbergs started this last uh, month. Oh, really? Like season 10 or something? Something like that. I thought the last season was the last season, but I, I guess so not. Too. Yeah, <gasps> That's I guess very not. Exciting. So yeah. I'm not I the, think we're still. I think the next season we have to go is eight, but that so that's really great to know. We've like got a bunch more. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the first episode is a little odd. Um, mm. Let's just say there's no spoilers, but they have they have jumped ahead as well, and there's it's well, kind of got to even show. it out if it's going to be that odd. Yes. Uh, so it's. Um, it's going to be a different kind of show this this season. So if you like the Goldbergs, tune in. Tune Which in. I do. I will tune in. Yeah. And much like the fish that you do with a piano tune. You can, no, I don't. You can tune. You you can tune a piano, but you can't tune a fish. That's, That's what, they say. what I'm looking. That's for. what you're looking for. Circumference. Yep. Yes, circumference. And of course, there are new episodes of Family Guys and Bob Burgers. I love those two shows. And that's what I have been watching in my media for the week. How about you, Sir Tabin the Magnificent? Well, Mm -hmm. (laughs) I don't know why I did that. Um, Oh, le poisson, le poisson. Do you know where that's from? Uh, No. Um, It's from The Little Mermaid. The Little Mermaid. Okay. I've seen so many times. It's such a good show. Anyway, I always cried at this song, Go Ahead and Kiss the Girl. Well, maybe Aww. I didn't cry, but I always thought it was so nice. Anyway, um, actually, I always said, I always sung it as, Go Ahead and Kiss the Boy, because, duh. Um, uh, but, yes. So I finished season two of Samurai Rabbit during lunchies. Okay. It's really good. I like it. I'm hoping there's a season three. I haven't looked to see if there's going to be season three, but I hope there is. I'll keep watching it. Um, Bunny at the end is still arrogant, but he's better. Mm-hmm. He's gotten better, though. He's he's, he's, okay. he's getting better. So in season two, there isn't... Okay, so, you know, there's several main characters. There's Usagi. That's the main bunny. There's um, mm-hmm. Shizu, and there's... Uh, I guess it's Shizu, and there's um, Kitsune. Kutsune? Okay. Kutsune. Right. I'm saying it wrong. I apologize. One episode in season two is called the Chizu stands alone which i thought was well funny okay. and cute, I think. <laughs> notable quote from kitsune she's a fox from that mm-hmm. episode is she says i always knew this day would come i keep saying someday puppetry will save the world but everyone keeps saying why are you yelling at me this is a library <laughs> 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 i thought that was an awesome 
awesome line. Mm-hmm. Um, we finished rewatching season two of Big Bang Theory. Okay. Um, so great. Um, I started, we started um, Discovery, Star Trek. Oh, how do you like it? So good. It, it really is, isn't it? So good. Yeah. We're only, oh, I think four episodes in, I think. Um, mm-hmm. It's not very far, but it's so good. It's really, really good. So I thank you for turning me on to that. Okay. Um, yeah, no, that it's it's really it's really engaging, and and mm-hmm. I mean, you really remind me because I yes. forget. Is it like prequel? Do or where does it fall in the Star Trek timeline? It's pre Kirk. Oh, pre Kirk. Okay, so yes. it is pre. I, I wasn't sure. I thought it was before, like an earlier stuff, but I didn't know. So that's um very very cool. Very very cool. Mm-hmm. We finished season three of Lock and Key. Okay. And it's the series finale. There's no season four, just so that everyone knows. It had a really good ending, I thought. I thought like that last episode was really good. And so what so it's a Netflix series. They pre-planned right. it to finish after season three, which is very rare for a Netflix series, right? I mean, like mm-hmm. Netflix, it's like they just let it go mm-hmm. and keep going until like it get canceled and then the end of the, the last episode is like a total cliffhanger and you hate right. them because like well, yeah. how about plan ahead so that we don't hate you for it? Or they, it gets really, really bad because they keep going, but they don't know what to do with it. So they just make horrible, horrible episodes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> We've all seen this. So it was really cool that this is a rare occasion that they actually pre-plan to finish after season three. And it's a good ending. It, it really is. They don't leave it with any mystery or anything. It's just a really good ending. So we watched that. Um, we've also started. It's a Netflix series called Game Boys Level Up. Have you heard of this show, Barely? Game Boys Level Up. No, I have not. So it's a it's a 2020 show, and it's Filipino, and there's subtitles. And I was worried that the subtitles would, you know, get in the way and everything. And because, mm-hmm. you know, we watch it while we're eating and things and subtitles, blah, blah. But it turns out it's a really good show, I think. I'm not sure if it would... Knowing how you are barely about certain types of storylines, you might not like it. You might like just rage quit after like two episodes or something. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah. But I don't know. It's, I think it's really good. Actually, the, it's good enough that I watch the subtitles and they speak really fast. So you have to pay attention. So they're speaking Filipino, but they also mix in English. And I think it's because that's like part of the, that language is there's, um, like English thrown in and like mm-hmm. Japanese do that and French do that. And that's like, it's so this is sub side topic. I think it's really interesting that different languages they'll do their language, but then they throw in English is, is actually part of their language too. It's really interesting. Mostly because, because I studied language arts oh, I don't in know college. Most of that is because in their native tongue, they don't have a word that is the English they word. Don't have a way to describe that, so they do. Yeah, so <gasps> they just throw okay, the English word in. Right. Yeah, my yeah. honey, my honey. Actually, when I, my honey said that too. Actually, now that you mention it, it's like, well, they use they use English to help express their right their, because they don't have a word in their own language for they, it. They, so. For it, so it's really interesting that they do that. But it's it's actually pretty really good. So what it's about? It's a really true to life thing. It was set in 2020, and I'd heard about these things that um, some shows were try to incorporate the pandemic into their shows. Mm-hmm. This is one of those. It's, it's 2020, so it's at the beginning of the pandemic. They're all in lock- lockdown. Mm-hmm. And I, I forget what country they're in, but um, they're, they're all in, in lockdown. 
So it's about these boys that meet via, you know, they're gamers. And so they meet mm-hmm. via that basically. And it's, you know, it goes from there. I think it's, it's a really cute story. Just, I mean, we were only, I think there's only one season so far. I think we're only seven or eight episodes in, but it's a really cute story, but it, and, and it's pandemic, right? So there are some scenes where, you know, they're they're zooming. There's the zoom menu mm-hmm. on the bottom that you see. Oh, okay. It's like, yeah. oh, hey, I recognize that. It's like uh-huh. extremely true to life. But also it's, so it's a really cute story about these boys, as I say. But it's it's also because of pandemic and it's true to life. It's also pretty emotional. And it, like the episode we watched today at the end, it was pretty heavy. It's like it. This this pup might have teared up a little bit because of Aww. it. Um, so it's it's really good. It's funny, but it's also pretty intense, and it's very true to life. The whole pandemic stuff is like this is what we lived and are in some of us still living. I mm-hmm. think in say fifteen years, if someone were to watch this show that had not lived through the pandemic, they'd be like. Okay, that's a very interesting thing. Okay, they're trying to play to the pandemic, and I don't think that actually happened. Okay, they, they didn't, they don't know, they didn't live through it. But for us, if you watch the show, for us that lived through it, I think it really would hit this type of person a lot harder than someone that hadn't lived through it. So it's a really interesting thing for us in this day and age to watch this. It's it's like a time capsule thing. And future people that don't live through it they can't relate. They don't, this is like a special type of show just for us in a way. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway. Yeah. Makes sense. I'll stop talking about that now. Anyway, I think it's a really good show. Um, as I say, the, the subtitles I thought at first would drive us away from it, but it's, it's actually good enough that um, it, it's pretty nice to listen to. And, you know, nice. I mean, it's, they're not trying to like overdub English or anything. So it does give, a, right. that's another aspect of the authentication of it is mm-hmm. like, they're actually speaking their, what they speak and everything. So nice. anyway, um, you first go ahead and check out Game Boys Level Up and uh, write in and tell us what you think about it. There you go. Is that all your media? That Happily for all you furs, that is all my That's all media. the media. All right, then. Well, that takes us up to that favorite section, Furries in the News. <laughs> right away, he saw me get ready and you're like, take headphones off. <laughs> Maybe Rain has an antidote for what's wrong with me. (laughs) The news furries are in the news park. Right then. Okay. Bye. Okay, well, I'm going to get a little ranty right now. Oh, please do. Because can we please, please, please stop the furry in school litter box thing? Did that come up again? It's It's been like a year and a half. Every (laughs) stinking week now. It seems to be one of those sticky subjects because it just sticks around. Let's clear the air. There is no evidence of any school 
anywhere, anywhere, providing litter boxes for their students to use because they're quote unquote furry, right? Just stop talking about it. Doesn't it doesn't stop thinking about it? It doesn't happen. So this came up again recently. It came up again. In fact, there are school districts that are putting out YouTube videos telling the parents this is not happening. So this is stupid. This what, is totally should be in the that's just stupid segment every week. I, every week. Every every week. Furry litter boxes. Yes. It's just stupid because it's not happening. Now, that being said, here is something, parents, if you're listening to our podcast, well, first of all, thank you. If you're listening to this podcast, here's something you might want to consider. If you continually talk about something that is angering in you, how many teens will act out just to piss you off. Okay? So here's the thing. That's a valid question. So if you don't want to see furries in school and you don't want furries to be, you know, people to act like animals, why don't you stop talking about it? Because now these jokesters, these pranksters are starting to post pictures on their social media of, in fact, one that just popped up a young man was on all fours in the hallway of the school and oh, one of his God. friends was patting him on the head. Oh, now, of course, he's not dressed up as a furry. He's not being a furry. He's just on all fours and they patted him on the head. It's a meme course, thing now. It's a meme thing now. So now you're going to have all these kids doing this stuff. And it's just a matter of time before some jokers post a picture of a litter box in the bathroom to quote unquote prove that this is happening. It's probably already out there, actually. <laughs> I haven't found it yet, but I'm sure it is. And that's, you know, the more you harp on something with teenagers, I've raised kids and I've raised teenagers. And I know that if I got upset about something, they would goad me. They, they go they go for it. Oh, yeah. They go yeah. for it. Yeah. So if you don't want to hear about it, stop talking about stop it. Talking about it. And the kids will go on to something else. They'll um, find some I, other Pokemon to put on a teddy bear or duck right, or something. Right. I mean, it's just, it's just crazy. So that's my rant and that's the furries, in the news, but every week, I think, I think that's a worthy rant. Definitely. Yes. <laughs> it's just, it's insane. So folks stop and furry community. Let's put it out there to every school district where you live, that furries don't use litter boxes ever. Even in the entire furry community, Nobody uses a litter box. Even at a con, I've never Even seen that at happening. a con. I mean, if that's going to happen anywhere, it would be at a con, and I have yeah. not seen that at a con. So, I, right. So it's like, come on, folks, come on. So that is that's the furries in the news. I think now. that's um, that wraps it up. That I Ooh. mean, that's the main thing that needs to happen in furry the news this week. Yes, yes. Ooh, so Mike, oh. I know every week it pops up. All right, let's get to upcoming events. Your music. Yes. So we have Confer going on in Guadalajara, Mexico. That's October 20 Hara? through the 21st. Quil or 20. Quil Quil got It's got a silent J. Guadalajara. Yes. And uh, that's October 20th through the 23rd. Also, the 21st to the 23rd is Be Whiskered in, Ooh, cute. in that uh, 
Durham, North Carolina. We talked about Durham last week. Dur. Dur. Ham. Uh, the weekend of October 27th through the 30th, there are two cons. You can go to Connecticut to go to Furpocalypse. No con to can, that. Or you can go to Get Out the Float in Seaside, Oregon. Only So pros. there you go. And we will be at Get Out the Float. Yes. We will not be at Furpocalypse. Just no, so everybody knows. We won't be on <laughs> both. We won't be on. We won't be bi-coastal for that weekend. It's a good thing. I mean, having, I know about you barely, but having two Havens running around, that's kind of scary. So we better not do that. That would be scary. Yes. Um, yes. And so again, as I have to do, like shout out to see, get out the float and seaside. We will be there as barely said. Um, I'll be doing some stuff. Um, it, it should be a really good time. So if any fur can, can, uh, get out there, we'd love to see you. Um, as in Seaside, Oregon, you can go to Get Out the Float. There are no spaces, just one word. dot com for registration and more information. They've got a schedule posted, and just a note: the schedule. He's like continuing to work on it, so it's not finalized yet. So you can keep checking back and see what it looks like. Um, mm-hmm. And there's opportunities to volunteer. I don't think the volunteer, at least as of this recording, I don't think the volunteer link area is up yet but he's going to be looking for volunteers so i uh, hope to see you there in seaside at the end of october in just three short weeks oh it's so close on my couch it's so close it's so close i can almost smell it it has a good face for radio it has I a great face for radio sense. that's that right. Make any sense right that's right and those are the upcoming events uh, for the month of october boop Now, Tabin, hi. You promised our listeners that you would give us some more odd letters for the alphabet, and I so I think we're going to go through which letters today. Uh, K through O. It's a not K cow, through it's O. A K through O. <laughs> K through O. Okay. Um. So yes. So all you first, I've been reading the last few stories. Um, on the pod, I've been reading through this book called P is for Pterodactyl, the worst alphabet book ever. And so all, all the <laughs> all the words start with what you might not think it is. I've been doing five letters a week, so now here's the next five letters. Ron K. K right. is for night. <laughs> of course it is. Mm-hmm. And the little caption goes, the noble knight's knife nicked the knave's knee. Which of course wow. all those are K words. <laughs> hmm Nice. Mm-hmm. Um, L is not for L. E-L-L-E. Okay. <laughs> so that's that's a cool dun 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 twist to the <laughs> it's story. It's not line. for that. Yes. No. And this the uh uh caption is an elephant named L rode the L train halfway to El Paso and dined on hearts of palm with her folks. Oh okay. Oh, L is in palm and folks, I guess. Okay. Yeah. We'll give it to him. And, and that's, it, I mean, L can also be for llama, which is actually an L word. It and, is. And there's and, you know, two there's, L's. Well, there's a one L llama and there's a two L llama. <gasps> there is. Do you know, and there's a three L llama. You know what a three L llama is? <laughs> oh, I have an idea, but please let us know, Barely. What is a three L llama? It's a really big fire. Oh, my cow. <laughs> All right, go to M. 
go to oh. M. Please go to M. I don't know. I want those crickets to continue, though. I don't know. <laughs> okay, so M is for mnemonic. And I'm actually yes, proud of myself for being able to pronounce that. And the caption is, but now Mr. M can't remember why. Okay. And so, oh, and there's a picture of the Great Lakes, Huron, Ontario, Michigan, Erie, and Superior. Mm-hmm. And the first letters spell homes. Oh. And so then the caption is, but now Mr. M can't remember why. I think there's supposed to be a joke in there, but I'm not quite getting it. Mm-hmm. So we'll mm-hmm. move on to N. <laughs> Let's move on to N. N is not for not. Because mm. not starts with K. Yes. And the, the um, okay, it's on October. So there's a picture of um, Halloween. And then mm-hmm. there's a sub picture of Santa holding, uh, it says naughty or nice. And this caption is, N is for naughty children who will sing a solemn hymn when mm-hmm. autumn comes to an end. Okay. Thoughts, like him and Autumn have silent ends. Maybe silent ends, yes. And O. O. O is for Ouija. Ouija. Is it Ouija or Ouija? Ouija. I, I thought it was Ouija, Ouija board. Is it Ouija? I, at first, I thought it was Ouija. 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 It was a Ouija board. I thought it was a Ouija board, but I guess it is a Ouija I board, I thought it, it was a Ouija also, but I thought at one time I heard it's actually a Ouija. Hmm. <gasps> Something well. for past today for next time. Let's find out how to pronounce the word we, that ja, thing. E, wa, su, je, yes. And and so, of course, the caption is, the French leopard says, we, we'd love to play Ouija with the we, which from O-A-X-A-C-A. How do you pronounce that? Oaxa. Oaxa? It's a, it's a town in Mexico somewhere, in Mexico. So we, we'd love to play Ouija with we, which from Oaxa. Sure. <laughs> And there are my five letters for this week. There are the five letters for the week. Oh, right. K is for knickknack. L is for llama. Llama, llama, ding. What's so strange about llama? Llama, it starts with two L's. What's the second one for? No idea. I know. Loser. <laughs> M for mnemonic. N is for gomo. O is for Ouija board. And now it's time to get to some... Joke things. Not that we haven't told enough jokes already. No. There's I been know. none. We have not told any jokes at all. That, what is wrong with this, Barry? I think maybe our uh, um, disease that we have is cleared up. <laughs> is it Witzel shook? Yes, yes, it could be. Yes. <laughs> okay. So for <laughs> okay. all you first, shout out to the last episode when we talked about Witzel shook. It's a real disease. It's a real disease. For it's a real disorder. Like yes. bad jokes too much, and mm-hmm. we both have them. So... um. <laughs> Let's, uh, let's some, tell some jokes, shall mm-hmm. we? And you have a book, do you not? I <laughs> Well, I do when I'm tying shoelaces. Yes. Nodding. Well, yes, me. Do I not? <laughs> do I not? I do not. <laughs> I, do I do not, not when I tie, yes. <laughs> um, there are so many layers to that. Let's, so many layers. It's like an onion. It's Just like peel an it away. onion. Yes. It's like a big building in New Hampshire. It has layers. <laughs> Now ask, <laughs> why is it New Hampshire? And buildings don't have layers, they have floors. There are so many th- things wrong with that on so many levels. Levels, oh, yes. Because of all the floors. That's, that's the... so many levels, okay. yes. Anyway. Oh. So yes, my joke is, if any of you first have been listening from the beginning, I did have a, a joke book called um, Funny Jokes and... 
Foxy Riddles. Foxy Riddles, which was stupid and horrible, but I had it. And then I finished it at one point. Now I have a new new book called The Ultimate Dad Joke Book. 501 mm-hmm. Hilarious Jokes and Puns. And so I've just been reading the next page. Why are mm-hmm. ghosts such bad liars? Because they're see-through? I mean, yeah. I mean, you because you can see right through them. Through them. Ah, there. Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. So a guy walks into it. Now, folks and friends and furs, Tabin doesn't read these ahead of time. He right, just right. goes to the next page. Mm-hmm. I, on the other hand, search out bad jokes to tell. So there are like so, pros, like, you know, I mean, yes. think what you want of us, but that's how we do it. <laughs> that's how we do it. So so a guy walks a guy walks into a doctor's office and says, doctor, doctor, help me. I'm shrinking. Hold on, said the very busy doctor. Be a little patient. Uh, and he he's gonna he can't help he's it. gonna that's right he's <laughs> drinking yes oh my cow <laughs> so here's a little riddle for you mm-hmm. this is actually stupid but here's a riddle for you what stays in the corner actually no it's not stupid this is actually clever so why <laughs> okay. don't i say it already <laughs> well so say so tell us if it's clever it, it, so all you first out there it's just like barely said i don't read these ahead of paw so I, I i have no idea if it's but if it's good or bad or what's happening but Mm-hmm. What stays in the corner, but travels the world? Hmm. I don't know. What stays in the corner, but travels the world? A stamp. Ha. <laughs> Isn't that clever? I thought that was that stupid, is but that clever. is actually very clever. That is. Well, speaking of world travel, oh. I, bought a, I bought a world map the other day, and I put it on the wall in the yeah. kitchen. Mm-hmm. And I gave my husband a dart, and I said, throw this. And wherever it lands, that's where we will go for vacation. That's very, um, very cool. Uh, very nice. Surprise you vacation. Right. So it turns out we're spending three weeks behind the refrigerator. <laughs> Not a good shot. <laughs> Not a good shot at all. No. Oh, it's like for the next three weeks, you'll be like, I told you to take those dart throwing lessons and look where that's it got right. us. It got us uh-huh. behind the refrigerator. <laughs> got us behind the refrigerator. Yes. <laughs> Oh, funny. That's good. That's good. Oh, hey. Hey. What? What did one wall say to the other? I don't know. What did one wall say to the other? Let's meet at the corner. Oh, lots of corner things today. (laughs) (laughs) And you mentioned ghosts before. So did you hear about the invisible man who had married the invisible woman? I did not. This sounds like a very interesting relationship. What happened there? Well, they had some children, but they're not much to look at. <laughs> they are not. They're, no. they're very. They're very. Not much to look at. Yeah. Um. So. <laughs> well, this thing happens very often. You read about this in the news all the time. That you cross a cement mixer with a thief. No, you don't read about that all the time, but I thought. No, I anyway, never read about that. Yes. Never. But if never. you did, do you know what yes. you get when you cross a cement mixer with a thief? I do, but tell us, please. So for all you furs, because apparently already knows, you get, you get, you get a hardened criminal. Yes, you do. Oh, these are so so bad. So you've heard of you've heard of Murphy's law, right? I have. Anything that can go wrong will go wrong. 
Right. Have you heard? Have you heard of Cole's law? I have because I've explained it to you. But again, just like how you had already、mm-hmm. known about this、um, article about the cement mixer and a thief, you already、yes. read that. So you let me explain to all the furs. So I、yes. will let you impart your knowledge. Please explain to all our furs what is Cole's law. It's finely sliced cabbage.、Yeah. <laughs> yes, yes, it, yes, it is. Is it、Nothing、is? Do you have that? Do you have one more? Oh, are you done you with your、more? page? I have one more. Do you have one more page? Oh, I'll just do the next one on the next page. I haven't looked、oh, at、okay. it, so let's see what it. Actually, you do yours first because that's on an, a really stupid thing. Because it's going to be a really stupid thing. Okay, all right. So you know, there is one question. That you should never ask customers at a funeral home. I bet there is, but I imagine there's I... one that surmounts them all. What is the one question that you should never ask? That customers at a funeral home. Well, you should never ask them if they prefer smoking or non-smoking. The correct、huh? terms are cremation or burial. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> true. They, see, it's true. So、the、true. See, you earned right there. That's right. And when is to round all this out? Yes, round please it, round it out. It out.、Mm-hmm. When is a car not a car? I don't know. When is a car not a car? Okay, I'm going to dare you, Barely, to ask me that again. When is a car not a car? One more time, ask me, and I will tell you the answer. I will tell all you first. David, please tell us when is a car not a car. When it turns into the garage, done. Badu, boom! <laughs> That brings us to the logical conclusion to our little show. Please, 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 <laughs> please, 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 please. It's been great visiting with all of you out there in Podland. Podland. Don't forget your pufflings. Throw the pufflings. Throw, Throw the, the teddy pufflings.、Bear. Throw the pufflings. Stuff a puffling in a teddy bear and toss it off a cliff. I don't want pufflings. <laughs> like. <laughs> What does sound a puffling makes? Anyway,、uh, we love you all, and we hope to see you at a con near you, or not near you, if you like to travel. So, Tabin, would you say goodbye to our friends? Goodbye to our friends, and I say thank you all you first so much for listening. We really, 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 really appreciate it. We have a lot of fun doing this show. We have a lot of fun,、uh, hopefully, entertaining you, engaging you, as it were,、um, our little way of like continuing and making our contribution to the furry fandom, and and we really love it and everything. And we can't wait, as Barely said, to see you at a con and give you a hug with pawsies.、Mm-hmm. So I'll just say, until next week, that we bark at you. Can't wait. Move, bark, fluff, and stay furry. Bark, bark. Barely Furcasting is an Injured Nerves Studio production and is found on all major podcast platforms, or can be heard directly at barelyfurcasting.com. The opinions expressed here are those of the hosts and their guests, and no commercial compensation was granted. The Furcast is produced, recorded, and directed by Barely Normal, aka Mike Began, and is edited by Barely and our associate editor Rain Raccoon. Opening and closing theme music, as well as some interstitial music. Was created for Injured Nerves Productions for the use on the podcast by Reg Day with Damian Tanuki.
If you would like to hear more music by Reg Day you can search for Tweezerbeak on Bandcamp or Hoop Loop Tunes on SoundCloud. Other interstitial and background music by Shane Ivers through SilvermanSound.com, Gator Tots on SoundCloud.com, and the YouTube Free is Library. Social media presences is maintained by Ziggy the Mean Weasel. Transformation Station is written and directed by Lux Operon with Rain Raccoon and is edited by Rain Raccoon. If you would like to send us a message you can do so via email at barelyfurcasting at gmail.com or on our Telegram chat at bfftchat, on Twitter, on our Facebook page, or on the barelyfurcasting.com webpage. You can help support the show through donations at ko-fi.com forward slash barelyfurcasting or through Patreon at patreon.com forward slash barelyfurcasting. Thanks for listening. We hope you come back and listen next week.